0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Debate Podcast, episode number three, discussing topics in Android every single week. I am, of course, your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? And uh, I'm joined by our usual panel. We have Andrew Grush, who is also the architect of the Friday Debate every single week on androidauthority.com. We also have writer Jonathan Feist here and our app guy on YouTube, Joseph Hindi. How's it going, everybody?
1: Hello, Internet. Hello. <laughs>
0: Good. Nice. Uh, as always, we get together every single week and talk about a particular topic, one that we post on AndroidAuthority.com, on which a lot of our writers uh, give their thoughts upon, and uh, we made it into a podcast form. So we hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast thus far. We are now in our third episode officially, uh, since we did a pilot over in um, at CES. Uh, but last week, uh, we weren't able to uh, record uh, because, well, uh, not the least reasons were I was in China. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) covering a uh, media tour with huawei which turned out to be a pretty good time Uh, and you can see those videos obviously i did some very nice vlog style videos so you can kind of see our experience rather than just you know watch some canned videos um they were uh they they really did a a great job of just sort of bringing us out and we got to see their canvas so thanks to huawei out there but also it was super bowl sunday on sunday and even though we planned on postponing it until then unfortunately we all opted for the bad food <laughs> and watching the game i wanted to to pop this question out there did your guys's team win
1: i watch hockey oh okay
0: <laughs> so i mean did anybody watch any of you any, any i of you watched
1: i i
2: wasn't really rooting for any particular team i just think it's fun to watch super bowl oh, okay
0: one. so you guys didn't really put down like any bets or anything like i knew a couple people oh, who won like end. like 500 bucks in a pool or something it was amazing
2: no, I have. See, not wow, the that's thing. ridiculous! I just
3: moved to to Portland, Oregon, and <laughs> you know, Seattle is kind of our rival, especially when it comes to the college leagues and NFL. Of course, is a different story. They they have the big league team in Seattle, so that, they're kind of my team. And so, yes, my team lost. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I feel the exact same way. That. We, we don't have to get into it but I do have to just sort of echo everyone else's frustration over what that last play was I was like oh my god that was the worst call in history well not <laughs> history but <laughs> but in any case uh, I just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping and checking in with everybody of course you can find our podcast all over the web so if you are on YouTube right now watching where we put it up for you guys' courtesy for your ears um, what you can also do is find us on all the different podcast channels you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher uh, I'm very close to finding using the uh, SoundCloud channel but of course you can use the podcast aggregation applications if you want to do it that way which is one of the best ways to listen to the Friday debate podcast actually So why don't we go ahead and just jump into this week's topic we're talking about Android one and if you don't know what that is we'll go ahead and give you a, a brief primer on it but here is our long form version of the Friday debate topic that we put up on our site and we're talking about right now. Part of the allure of Android One was that it would bring faster, almost Nexus-like updates to lower-end phones, promising an affordable offering that would still provide a decent Android experience. With the slow update to Lollipop, though, and the fact that the sales numbers are reportedly not all that high, is Android One delivering on that promise? Can Android One be a success? Or, with so many other affordable devices, is it a largely unnecessary program? So we're going to be discussing Android One, its implications on the market, because they're supposed to be low-end phones. Um, But uh, the first thing I wanted to pose to everybody is, um, we're all obviously uh, familiar with Android One, what it was supposed to be able to do. Um, But for just a a brief primer about where it was supposed to be going, and the reason why maybe us here in the West, like in the US, uh, don't really know too much about it. Um, How about uh, Grushy? Why don't you give us sort of your brief overview of Android One?
2: Okay, so Android One was never really meant for the West markets. It was meant as a way to bring uh, cheap phones to the next, you know, a billion or whatever, five billion, whatever they quote people. And uh, it it wasn't so much about cheap phones. It was about creating competitively priced devices that had faster updates. I mean, you have these low-end phones in India, China, you know, throughout Asia, basically, and Africa as well. Anyway... Uh, They tend to be stuck with the same version of Android for their entire life cycle. And so the idea was to create something that was maintained by Google. Google would provide the updates and it would create, uh, basically we'd get phones that had that Nexus-like experience, stock Android, and we wouldn't be stuck with these old versions. So it would provide the best experience possible instead of people getting, you know, something that basically never changes.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, the, the whole idea that, I mean, updates are always a hot button topic for anybody that uses an Android device. And I think right right before our podcast, we had a little bit of a pre-show thing going on and we were talking about um, if all of our devices are on Lollipop at this point. Obviously, we're using um, anywhere between mid to high end uh, phones, but just putting this out there, like let's say Feisty, the devices that you use, um, are you on Lollipop on the vast majority of them at least?
3: No, not at all. The majority are still jellybean, four four two. Oh wow. Jellybean, okay. <laughs> well remember sorry, he uses kit-cat. a lot
2: of low end devices. <laughs> Did well,
0: I say jelly bean? I'm sorry, kick yeah. I'm, okay, I was about I'm to say I'm not even paying jellybeans. attention here.
3: Sorry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to
0: say everyone raised their eyebrows and we're like, wait a minute. You uh you have wait, a Moto G man. though, right? So your Moto G should be on, Lolly.
3: Yes, the Moto G is up to date. And of course that right now is my daily driver, but the remainder I mean remainder of the phones are running older os okay which
2: arguably isn't a bad thing considering all the bugs for lollipop
0: but that's a conversation for (laughs) another podcast yeah (laughs) yeah basically how about you joe um what, what are you rocking and are they all on lollipop um i have uh four
1: devices currently including my my watch and, yeah, all of my devices are running Lollipop, but that's only because, I mean, you know, I have a Nexus and a Nvidia Shield tablet, which got official updates, but uh, my Note 3 is rooted, so I got, you know, I'm, I'm running a, I think it's a Note 4 port right now, mm. and it's it's actually pretty terrible, but it's functional, so I'm <laughs> going to keep it.
0: Yeah. See, so th- that's the whole idea behind making something that uh, an ecosystem, I should say, like Android One, where you will be getting those those updates. Um, uh, people all around the world uh, supposedly will be able to get their their hands on the true Android experience, no matter what the price bracket might be. Uh, but you know, like you said, we're not really looking at Android One as a real uh, competitor to like the super low end devices that are super affordable. Let's put it that way. Um, but you know, I looked through some of the Android One devices that are available, and there there are quite a Few of them, um, Grushy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, uh, the the actually one of the main marketing points of Android One was that its devices were going to provide features that actually a lot of high-end phones don't have, like dual SIM, uh, micro SD card slot, um, and you know various uh, oh like quad-core processing even um, though that's pretty much ubiquitous at this point. But um, I guess my question that I'm going to ask is: Is Android One? A program that is made to be successful or is it really just Google sort of trying to extend their reach even farther
1: Um, on my end of things like uh, I think it is I think it's supposed to be that thing where you know Google's extending their reach the problem is that it, I know that it's not available in a lot of places yet. Uh, everywhere I keep reading, you know, it's it's set to launch in these other places sometime soon. But really, it's like uh, last time I checked, it's only available in a, you know in a couple of countries uh, like India, and I think there's one or two more. Um, uh, there's
2: in India, Bangladesh, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Indonesia, and I think one of the models launched or maybe two in the UK. Are those but like that's
1: about it? Are are they actually available there? Because I mean, are they set I to launch there? So
2: well, uh, Indonesia is still launching um but the others i think all have it i believe i don't quote me on that 100 percent, but i believe well i
0: know that, know that one of the main markets, markets that it was supposed to come out in was like say india and
2: yeah and india does have i think they only have like a couple though right
0: exactly now. and um uh one of the reasons why we're talking about it is because a recent story came out that android one is supposed to come out in indonesia very soon and mm-hmm. uh on top of all of that you know the the other one the the, the rumored uh, not rumored but like the the small leak i should say is that these devices are the first ones to get an update to lollipop to 5.1 which was why android mm-hmm. one was also thrust back into the into the limelight a little bit because well everyone's kind of following the lollipop train right now <laughs> oh, <yeah. clears throat> but um this is the thing though uh the, the sales numbers haven't really been all that great Uh, What is it? I'm questioning. Uh, It's not necessarily a question for the panel, but I'm just sort of questioning whether or not Google knew what the strategy was supposed to be for Android One. Um, And, you know, especially in developing markets, developing countries where you should be able to sort of get a really big foot in the door with affordable phones. If they're not selling very well, could that possibly be because we have enough other phones on the market that are affordable anyway?
1: Uh, Well, you know, like these things take time to, you know, to develop. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, uh, Android one was something that was in development in Google's, you know, brain machine or whatever. They're brainstorming it for a couple of years. And, you know, when you look at 2013, you know, there weren't a lot of super cheap smartphones. I think like what the Moto X uh, hadn't come out yet. You know, the Moto G hadn't come out yet. There wasn't a whole lot going on in the, you know, in the mid range and low range phones, you know, outside of having phones that had super old operating systems that never got updated so like hey let's do this thing android one and then by the time they came out with it now we have the moto x the one plus one the moto g you know and all these other super affordable phones essentially everybody beat google to the punch here and i think that's I, it's not the whole reason obviously uh but i think that's at least a little bit part of it is that you know there are already you know low-cost phones that are getting updates pretty frequently and you know, so what's the point of having Android One if these other phones exist?
0: Well, I mean, the the question that comes to mind, um, how low is low enough then when it comes to the price? Because we're talking about phones like the, the you mentioned, the OnePlus One, the Moto X, even the Moto G. Let's put the Moto G in that mix, uh, which are still, let's say, at best, sub $200 phones. Um, if price really does matter to people, let's say, in developing markets, then... Oh, yeah. In, I mean, You know what I mean? Like... It, Aggression. go ahead.
2: Well, you know, it's we have to realize to us it's like we don't see a lot. Like if if we look at a phone we're like, "Oh, that's 150. That's 200. That's 250." To us, that's they're all pretty close to the same price. But you got to realize that some of these countries are only making like 80 or 90 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when you're making that little bit of money and uh Obviously, I might be wrong on their number, but I've heard that quoted before for certain parts of Asia. Um, anyway, when you're making, you know, sub $100 a month, you bet you're, you bet you're, you know, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying not to cuss. Uh, $55, you know, there's phones that go as low as $55. $55 to $100 doesn't seem like a big deal to us, but they are for them. You know, that's a huge deal. And I could understand that if I was only, you know, and so... I think to to people in the Western markets, we're like, oh, there's not a huge difference between you know a phone that's 180 and a phone that's 200. But if you were making a lot less, I think that twenty dollars would make a huge difference to you. You
0: know. Yeah, I do. I do agree with that. And you know, it's this is this is a mar- this is a particular um, system that Android that sorry not Android that Google put out Android One that might. Might kind of go over the heads of a lot of people in the West, which is kind of the reason why I was excited to talk about it. Um, uh, Feisty, uh, do you like your thoughts on Android One? Is there do you think that there's a reason why Android One is not really catching on? Is it really just a time game, or did and, did Google get get swooped on the whole idea of making um,
3: uh, really affordable phones? Uh, well, exactly what you say is part of it, no doubt. Uh. Uh, by all means, there's other phones out there, other phone makers that are doing the same kind of thing. Uh, now, I've never had the chance to touch one of these phones. I wonder if, in this case, inexpensive means cheap. And uh, certainly, that's a debate for any phone from any maker. But uh, you know, that's that's one of my concerns. Where you know, if they're all so to speak cheap devices, then maybe that twenty dollars makes that huge difference. Um, but what I really think it comes down to is availability. Uh, even here in the Western market, you know, when the Nexus line of devices started launching, you really couldn't, you couldn't go into the Verizon, the at and store and pick out a Nexus device. You had to know what you were looking for, go to the Google Play Store. If Android One was in every store at every carrier, I think it might be, off, you know, a little bit better off. Hmm. Uh, And now that that brings me to another idea.
0: Um, I did think about that, that maybe the e-commerce channel for Android One might be what might be hindering it because um, now far be it for me to say that I know how carriers operate in places like Indonesia or India, but I would imagine having been to, um, you know, that side of the world, at least that, you know, the, the, the smartphone has become rather ubiquitous and uh, there's so much choice in the market now that it does come down to availability. I do agree with you on that. But if an Android One phone is supposed to be, let's say, because I'm looking at the website right now. Now, one, one comment I do want to make is that the Android One website, android.com slash one, uh, if the program is supposed to be geared towards developing countries, the website sure doesn't make it look like it's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever looked at the website, but it's it's incredibly colorful. And they're there are all these... Uh, there are all these uh, pictures on the website that show people using these particular phones in places where you know you could probably afford something more <laughs> and yeah. um i don't know just kind of irked me a little bit but i will say this the first time that the, the 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 day that android one was announced obviously it was at google io this past uh june um i was super excited for it i thought that it was a great way of consolidating. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was a great way of consolidating what's supposed to be a market that everyone in the world... It's almost like the internet now. You know, The internet is almost like a, a, a right for people to have. It's becoming that ubiquitous. And if smartphones are going to be the main way that people use it, which it is in places in the East, then this is a great way to have uh, an entry point for it. But eh, it's a little disheartening to hear that it's not really going in that route. Um, Grushy, when, you, when it was... Uh, when it was announced, uh, what, what were you looking forward to in terms of Android One? Did you really think it was going to live up to its promise? I really did,
2: and uh, I felt that uh, the idea was great. Um, I still feel the idea is great, and I don't think it's dead. I think we're talking about like it's dead, and I don't think it is. Um, the problem is that uh, there was big ambitions with the idea of bringing it, but it hasn't lived up to it. I think there's a few reasons that like we haven't touched on. For one thing... Um, Now, I'm just speaking from the few I've seen, but let's take, uh, for instance, uh, in India, there's the uh, Carbon Sparkle 5, I think it's called, and the Micromax uh, Canvas A1, and then there's the Spice Dream. I can't remember exactly what it is. Anyway, there's...
0: I remember the Spice one, yeah. Yeah, there's
2: there's three phones there that I just mentioned. They all have 4.5-inch displays with... 854 by 480 resolution. They all have the same exact 1.3 gigahertz quad core MediaTek chip. They all have one gigabyte of RAM. They all have the same storage. Everything is the exact same. They're boring. Um, Even the aesthetics are pretty much (laughs) right on with one another. And so, hell, if I have three devices that look the same, and then I have something like a Xiaomi, or I have a, you know, even the Micromaxes that are not from this line... Yeah, I'm going to go with something else because these are boring. You know, it's stock Android, and I'm a stock Android advocate. But, uh, you know, there's nothing that defines these phones as separate other than the brand. So if you're a fan of Carbon or you're a fan of Micromax, but that's about it. You know, there's no difference. And I think that's part of the failing is that I don't think the Android One phones we've seen are worth getting excited about for customers. And then the fact that Lollipop took so long doesn't help because that's supposed to be the big draw is that hey these are similar price to what you can get here but they also have the newest version of android well no they don't because android lollipops now seven months old and it's not here you know and so i feel like i still think that android one is a it's a great concept i just feel like we have they run into some hiccups but i do believe google can still turn it around and i think android one can still be a big program
3: do inter- Can I disagree with you just a little bit? Sure. Oh, by all means. Perfect. Uh, now, the concept, I like it, but I don't think it's dead on. Uh, now, my how I remember the Google I.O. Was, was basically they were on stage. They said, mm-hmm. we're going to give the manufacturers a blueprint for a device, mm-hmm. which is per- pretty much why we have the exact same devices for each one, because they're just following Google's well, blueprint. T- now, that being said... That, that says to me that Google's blueprint, Google's overall overview of this project is a little bit off. And I like it, and I and I think it can go places, but right now I think it's a little bit off. And
2: I don't I don't disagree with you, actually. I said that I think there's potential, and I still do. But yeah, uh, definitely. Now, that said, they gave a blueprint, but they gave specifics. They said, hey, you can use this, you can use that. It's not like you have to use the exact same chip. They gave a range that they wanted to get within a price range, but everyone just decided to do the same cookie-cutter approach. And so that's not totally yeah. Google's fault, but yeah, I think that the, the program was a little limited in the way it was approached. And, uh, I have a theory. I could be totally wrong, but I, I, think that the fact that we're seeing 5.1 arrive on, uh, you know, on Android one speaks to the fact that, and even like, I, I, to know you mentioned, you know, elsewhere when we've had conversations and stuff, uh, anyway, uh, you've mentioned that, uh, you felt that lollipop's a little bit, you know, sluggish, let's put it that way. Um, and I think that that was part of the reason is I think that, uh, in its current form with its bugs and with everything that they just felt it couldn't be on there. And so they needed to make some changes. And I think that's why we're seeing 5.1 launch with Android 1 is that it's hopefully addressed some of those issues. Like I said, that's just speculating,
3: but, you know. Adding to that speculation, I wonder if 5.1 is, sadly, an offshoot a Forking of Android, where 5.0.2 And that stream will continue on for, you know, the bigger the flagship devices. And the 5.1 will go to the lower end. Or slower, lower, you know, smaller hardware devices. There's
2: already talk about testing of uh, the 5.1 update on Nexus. So I don't think that's the case. I don't think Google would do that anymore. You know, they did that back in the day with, like, Honeycomb. But I think we're past that.
1: (laughs) Honeycomb. (laughs) I hope Uh, so. Has anyone used Honeycomb? Yeah, Yeah, it was
2: a... It
1: was interesting. I still have a functioning Logitech review that runs Honeycomb.
0: <laughs> anyway. Whoa, a Logitech review! Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we mentioned Honeycomb, and you know, we can you know immediately what comes to mind are the different devices that used to rock that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm on I'm on a Android like 1.6 right now using the G1 for my flashback series. Um, I I don't know. I thought that. Lollipop, knowing that it's supposed to be compatible with, let's say, lower-end devices. supposed to. It's supposed to. <laughs> it's supposed to. I, maybe it was wishful thinking for me to think that, that I could easily put that on a classic Android phone. No, I, I'm using a phone right now that could be considered what today's Android One phones are, and it still has the Android market. Like, I can't, I can't even use the freaking Play Store to get the essential applications that I need. What if, uh, you know, nostalgia is, is not a very big thing in the tech world. If you, you know, it's always about the cutting edge. It's not really about nostalgia and going back to your roots. Um, but, you know, those that, that's, that's one of the... Uh, caveats i have when it comes to lollipop is that you know it probably should have had it available for if there are versions of it that would work on any device pretty much then you know maybe make that make that reach like just so far that even classic phones could be used um so we're we're mentioning a lot here um that lollipop has some issues and maybe that's Something that we will actually dive into in a little bit here. I actually, I actually think I want to uh, sort of hash that out. I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are on that. But I, I thought came to mind: Could it be that these companies are creating the cookie-cutter devices for Android One, or even the the really cheap ones that they're making uh, that are not part of Android One? Could it be that they're making the cookie-cutter versions and just sort of they're they're sort of focusing on the bottom line because there's probably not a huge amount of profit to be had in a phone that let's say, is only about $100. Um, am I am I out of line by saying that?
1: No, I mean, they're, they are, in fact, businesses and do, in fact, care about the bottom line. So, I mean, you're probably right on there, at least to an extent. But, you know, I'm sure that there's probably something that's been worked out between, you know, these companies and Google where it's like, you guys build the hardware, you know, we'll do the software. And, you know, if something goes wrong, you know, I, I don't think that Google's, like, paying these, you know, these companies for every phone that they make. But, you know, I'm sure that there's something there. To, you know, to, to help uh, encourage them to do to continue to do stuff like this um but yeah no i think the biggest problem like feisty said earlier was uh is distribution really i mean you just you can't find these things anywhere except for what on the internet right like these aren't being sold in stores and in carrier stores and stuff like that yeah i don't believe so i mean so
2: but i don't know much about that aspect to be honest
1: well the uh, the thing is, is I've spoken to a lot of uh of Indian people who you know who use Android and uh, a lot of them don't have things like credit cards and can't make purchases oh, yeah. online and because uh, because they use that and this is a whole different conversation but I'm going to bring it up for just a moment but that's the, that's the reason that they give for pirating applications like uh, when the Monument Valley numbers came out, they were like, oh, yeah, no, we pirated the shit out of this because we don't have credit cards to pay for it. You know, we, we're we not allowed to buy it. So, you know, but we still want to play anyway. So, you know, a part of me thinks like, you know, if the main of, of way of distribution is online and, you know, a, a lot of people in that in those countries don't have credit cards, and don't have debit cards and, you know, don't have the Internet. Then how are they supposed to order these damn things? Yeah. you know,
0: It's an incredible point. And like I mentioned earlier, a lot of the people in, let's say, um, Eastern developing countries, their access to the Internet is primarily through a smartphone. So if you already own a smartphone exactly. to get to the Internet, how are you going to get in? An- Why would you get Android one? Because you've you pretty much got your foot in the door already. Um and uh you know there, there, obviously there's going to be a huge socio-economic discussion that could be had when it comes to this which is which is why i brought up the fact that the android one website looks like i mean come on there's this there's this uh picture of this asian dude walking through what looks like a farmer's market <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> uh you know and he's he's dressed to the nines he looks like a you know a well-dressed person and right next to it is a dude in like what i can only say is like a ralph lauren polo shirt i'm like what is going on here like I think that one of the failures of Android One is the fact that it doesn't necessarily realize that you can't really use money to market something that's supposed to help people who have no money. (laughs) And you know, if this is supposed to be some sort of a grassroots, um, well, maybe not grassroots because we're talking about Google here, but um, if this is supposed to be something that um, developing countries are supposed to take advantage of, it doesn't really seem like it from from the advertisements, from the marketing, not, 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 not in the slightest. Um, you know, it'd be a really great
1: idea. And I can't remember which, we talked about it on this podcast a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, maybe, but, um, what those was the, are the company... only weeks we had? Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Mayacopa. But, uh, who was the company that had the, uh, like the, the refrigerator trucks full of technology and they're driving around and selling it to people. Uh, that's, uh, oh. that's something that, uh,
2: they're getting ready to do with, uh,
1: they haven't done it yet, but they're getting ready to do that with, uh, um, Project Aura. That's the kind of stuff they need to be doing with Android One. They need to be, you know, putting a, an ice cream truck full of Android One devices and literally drive it up and down the street and try to sell it to people like ice cream. Because, you know, like Josh said, it's a, you know, it's supposed to be a grassroots movement and how are you going to get to a grassroots movement if they don't have the internet yet? You know, you have to bring it to them Yeah, in, in order for them to buy it and... You know, I mean, the people that already have credit cards and already have enough money to buy a smartphone and have the internet, I mean, those people are going to go with the extra 100 bucks and, and get something a little bit better than this. I mean, let's face it, that's what they're doing already.
0: Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you got to go to the people. You know, I have this image in my head of Google basically saying, okay, we created this, like you guys said, Feisty and Grushy, a blueprint for you guys to create these phones. Go have at it. And then they <laughs> wash their hands of the whole thing. Um, that's you know it's almost it's almost upsetting me just a little bit because i i love the democratization of information of the internet and i love that you know at at, at google io i was drinking the kool aid i thought oh man google is not the evil company that sometimes we say they are. They really are trying to help people. And now, <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <man. laughs> exactly right. That we sometimes
1: say. Like, I'm sorry, I cracked me up.
0: I <laughs> like I to 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 think that um, this was a focus. This was actually a pretty substantial part of Google I/O. Um, to think that this was a big part of it and that it had a focus. It just kind of irks me a little bit that. Um, first of all, the way that they're presenting it—if this is going to be the main way of finding it, Android.com/slash-one—I'm not really convinced. Um, and even then, uh, like we're saying, the sales seem to be uh, in, in the down portion right now, and that's just a little bit saddening, I guess, to me. But I'm, I'm talking existentially well, here. I'm not focusing I've been, on the uh, is- I've been—I've been sitting here uh,
2: trying to do some Google searching. It doesn't look like they have done some relationships with uh, the carriers in india and stuff so there's a little um it's primarily online from what i can see like flipkart and you know amazon and stuff but uh mm-hmm. they do have some carrier relationships so they've tried to do it a little but you know it's a lot it's a different landscape i don't know i don't feel like google's necessarily let us let let down the program i just feel it's been a rough to a rough start i'm not giving up on it yet i think it still has a lot of potential and google sometimes is that way it takes them a little while to get into their group with stuff you know so i don't think it's necessarily down and out
1: by any means yet Mm. Yeah, no, I mean Google's always about these long form things. You guys remember uh, you know, Google Play Music, you know, it started out it wasn't really all that great. You exactly. could just upload some songs and stream them. And now you can go online, buy a bunch of songs and have them not stream because it's freaking broken still. So, <laughs> you know, but they're still working on it and that's the important thing.
0: Yeah. Um I suppose on, on some level though it's just that that's the way Google operates, right? We we have we are all basically beta testers. I say you're like perpetually in beta stage. Yep, that's yeah, how right. all their
2: products are, <laughs> for better or worse. You know, I, I you know, in some ways, I don't mind that, but you know, with a program like this, no. yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a little, a little upsetting to think that it had the potential to be a big deal, but then again, you're seeing all these other companies that are still producing good handsets. So I think that the goal is still being reached, even if Android One's not the one doing it.
3: You know. Yeah. So, who do you guys think is responsible for making this a success? Is this Google's project? Do they own this, or is it up to the manufacturers? Or they just have a guideline to follow? I
0: think it's supposed to be pretty
3: fifty-fifty. Was the idea, but.
0: Uh, well, we you know, would you say manufacturers and Google, but we also have carriers involved. Oh yeah, um, and that always know. makes things more complicated. <laughs> yes. And yeah.
1: Retailers, distribution. I mean. Yeah. Well, so I mean
0: the uh, a lot there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I would say there's a lot there to yeah. consider. There, Lots there, of logistics.
0: There's so many channels to go through, you know, and, and I suppose, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt, giving a multi-billion dollar company <laughs> the, the benefit of the doubt, uh, they can only market so much. Um, I mean, it, uh, below those, pic- those ridiculous pictures I was talking about earlier um, are, you know, broken apart versions of… An example of an Android One phone that has all of these features that supposedly are going to be really great for people who can afford it or the fact that it should be affordable for a lot of people. Uh, So looking at some of these other devices that are also affordable. Now, obviously, we did mention already earlier that how low is low enough. Uh, Obviously, for us, something like that's $200 or even the OnePlus One, which is $349, uh, constitutes affordable to us. But if Android One is having here front and rear cameras, quad-core processor, micro SD card, all-day battery, well, okay, everyone says that. but uh, L-O-L. Dual, yeah. <laughs> uh, dual SIM cards. Well, what would constitute an affordable phone to you? Is it, it, let, let's look at this from another perspective. What if Android One is a way of telling people that you don't have to compromise for the features that should become standard for a phone? Uh, feisty, You're using a Moto G. Um, would you say the Moto G is the bare minimum when it comes to what could be an affordable phone that has the features you want?
3: Uh, sort of, yes. Uh, now, I've got my gripes with this phone, and uh, let's start off with the processor. I mean, the Snapdragon 400. Uh, you know, I spent 200 to get this Google Play Edition version, and it's getting a Snapdragon 400 device right now can be done for $30 out there. Mm. Uh, so... I don't know. I, I'm not sure where the processor market is at right now. There's no, to me, there's no solid successor. Uh, there's the Snapdragon 410, but you know we're not really seeing it out there yet. It, um, so I'm I'm not sure. I think it really comes down to that where anything below a Snapdragon 400, you know, the Snapdragon 200 devices and whatnot. Oh dear. I just <laughs> I don't think they have enough juice. Uh, even now this Moto G, it, it's Recently updated to 5.0.2 and I notice it the slowdown. I am now feeling that the 400 is not strong enough.
0: Uh, Snapdragon 400 we've seen in a few devices I'm looking I, I'm doing my own little research on the side just to just to sort of bolster this um it looks to me here that Android one phones from uh, the various partnerships that they have primarily use MediaTek processors
2: uh, yeah there's uh there's been talks about using uh like there's partnerships with Qualcomm it just hasn't happened yet uh yeah I think we're going to see the second generation Android one phones are going to be a lot different than the first gen I think getting it out there they started with pretty base phones and I'm hoping that the second gen will really see what the program's made of.
0: Would they call that Android 2? <laughs> I think it'll
1: just still be Android 1. But <laughs> it's it's Google. They're going to call it Android 1.1. Yep, <laughs> coming soon. Now I do have to
2: I do have to say, like you, uh, we're mentioning we're mentioning uh, bare minimum and specs, and uh, the Snapdragon 400 on Kit does great. Uh, Lollipop's supposed to be even better for that, for lower end. And so I really do sincerely think bugs are in the way, and I think that 5.1 and later updates will fix that. But anyway, talking about Snapdragon 400, um, you know, Feist says, you know, almost $200. But is that the bare minimum for a Snapdragon 400 device? Absolutely not. Um, For instance, Xiaomi's, uh, how do they pronounce it? Is it Redmi or Redeem? Redmi? Is that the
0: the line yeah usually it's me if it's mi yeah so, so redmi
2: Red the redmi 1s for ex- for example is uh the equivalent of a hundred dollars in india um and it has a snapdragon 400 in it it has one gigabyte of ram it has an eight gig. it has an eight megapixel camera you know it has uh i believe it has eight gigabytes of storage let me see um i'm gonna look it up uh yeah eight gigabytes of storage you know and so and it's a hundred bucks and so There's companies that can do it, that can produce a high-end device. And I think that probably speaks to why Android One isn't doing well. They're selling a MediaTek device when Xiaomi and stuff is able to produce a device with a Snapdragon 400 for the same price. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. I'm going to go with the Xiaomi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: and speaking from experience, MediaTek processors are – they're not terrible by any means, but they just don't kind of hold a candle to SnapDragons. And even then, if we're talking – yeah, if we're talking about entry-level MediaTek – phones uh, processors i should say <laughs> oh my goodness like <laughs> who's to know exactly what kind of experience you're going to get on that um, now i mean with with the
2: uh sorry not to cut in but with like the no no, no i do want to say with the redmi like the redmi 1s you are getting Jelly Bean, and that was supposed to be the point of android one is you're getting the newest version whereas with uh well obviously it's running the miui or whatever they call it but uh it's based on Jelly Bean. And so you're not getting the newest version of Android. And that was the point of Android One. But to me, if I was if I was low on money, and I was in one of these countries, and you gave me two phones that were $100, one had a crappy, not to be mean, but a crappy MediaTek processor, but it had KitKat, and it was about ready to upgrade to lollipop. And the other has Jelly Bean, but it is running as a faster processor, it's more optimized, it has a better camera. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to be petty about the Android version. I'm going to go with the device that gives me more power for the money, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I love that you said that because I, I expected our conversation to move into, you know, the, the, the scales, you know, which one are you going to pick if you had an Android One phone or something else that had a little bit more to offer? Uh, Feisty, what would that be for you? Are you a software monger in the sense that you really want the latest one or will the actual specs, um,
3: let's say, really sway you in the other direction? Not to say that I don't want the latest OS, but I definitely look at the hardware before the the software. Uh, Now, software, again, plays a part, and it always should, uh, but, uh, I mean, hardware theoretically can be upgraded with new software. Uh, These devices, it's not like an old PC where you can rip it out, put in new RAM. You you get what you pay for, and, and that's it. There's no upgrading these phones, so hardware is always what I look at. Enter Project Aura. You know? <laughs> well, yes,
0: that too. Our true. podcast will always go full circle. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. How about you,
1: Joe? Um, goodness gracious, this is such a complicated answer um, because you know we were talking about the minimum specs a minute ago and you know everyone' was like, oh yeah, you know I can deal with you know one gigabyte of RAM and, and Snapdragon 400. I'm looking at my current apps usage and I just flashed this ROM today right? So I just reinstalled everything and all that's totally clean install. And I'm using 715 megabytes of RAM just for apps. That's not including my system. Uh, Including the system, it's 1.2 gigabytes. So a one gigabyte phone with the apps that I run is like impossible for me. I would never be able to use it because everything would be slowing down because of lack of RAM. So like, you know, for me personally, like my minimum is two gigabytes. And, you know, if I'm looking at something that's, you know, Lots and lots of updates or, you know, hardware. I'm going hardware um, because hardware can always, you know, like uh, Feisty said, you can always upgrade hardware with better software eventually, as long as you buy it from a company that doesn't suck. HTC. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh. kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I love it. I'm buying an HTC One M9. I'm allowed to, to say mean things right now. But, um, <laughs> but you know, the, the, like I it's, it's a complicated subject. I, I don't really have my thoughts totally in line yet for this one so uh i'm gonna shut up now
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's that's the thing this is the reason why um at least, maybe Grushy and I were hoping that Android One would be able to consolidate mm-hmm. these issues, and it doesn't seem like that it would. It so far has been able to. Who knows what would happen two years down the road if all of these companies who are always looking for the bottom line will actually allow themselves to go below that line and say, "Okay, let's make a phone that is not only got the bare minimums, um, and we mean bare minimums like two gigabytes of RAM, like Joe was saying, uh, but we're also going to make it affordable." It seemed up until Android One happened. And maybe even until now, if we're talking about Android One not necessarily succeeding, it was sort of a pipe dream. Uh, and for people in developing countries, I mean, I'm Filipino, and there are I have so many family members and people that I know in the Philippines who uh, are stuck with particular types of phones. And you know, even my father who goes back to the Philippines every now and then, um, <clears throat> he brings back phones. He pretty much brings back my hand-me-downs to give to people in the mm-hmm. Philippines so they can have a more upgraded experience because otherwise they wouldn't have anything. Um, the, 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 the Philippines is still called the texting capital of the world because that's what everyone can do. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has a smartphone. Not everyone can get on WhatsApp or whatever the hot uh, messaging app is nowadays. But you know, that's, that's why this, this topic sort of hits home for me is because I want to see the democratization and the overall availability of a program like this because I, I, I know firsthand um, you know, from, from personal experience what it can be like for people who have that trouble to get a phone like this. Um, so owing, owing it to maybe a little bit of greed from some companies or maybe Google's reach is not as far as we thought. You know The Android One program is something that we have to still wait and see where it's going to go. Um, I wanted to uh, actually, Grushy. I wanted to. Can I put you on the spot right now, you can, <laughs> a little bit? I guess <laughs> we'll see how it okay. goes. <laughs> we, you, you, I think mostly from you during our conversation. Now we've heard quite a few, uh, a little bit of shade against Lollipop. Mm-hmm. Like, can can we get a small Grushy rant on like what's wrong with Lollipop? <laughs> because um, oh,
2: um,
1: well,
0: <laughs> grab a seat, kids.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be. I, 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 I. Oh,
0: sorry. I really, ahead, honestly.
1: I would say, I really honestly thought you were about to do a. Oh, hell no. No, like, but it sounded like you were <laughs> uh, about to go for No, I'm it just there. trying to kind of gather my thoughts here. I mean, I have Lollipop um,
2: on my Nexus 5, uh, and on my Nexus 7, and on my Nexus 4, and on my Nexus 10. I have a lot of Nexuses. Uh, anyway, I have it, um, and I'm considering going back to KitKat. Whoa. Um, I think Lollipop has a lot of potential. I, I, people are probably getting ready to bring out their pitchforks right now. They're going to be listening to this. Um, I'm a Google fan. I think Lollipop has a lot of potential. I just think it's very bu- it, it's very buggy. Um, whether or not that's justified, since it's such a big jump, is probably another conversation. Uh, but uh, ultimately, it's just that... I kind of feel like, with the fact that we this time around had a testing phase where we were able to try out the phone and report our bugs, you know, I, I downloaded it right away on my Nexus Five, you know, back before it was what it was just, you know, Android L. Um, I felt like we were going to get a, a version of Android that was pretty stable from the get go, and it hasn't been. Um, the battery life promises on my device, at least, hasn't been what it's supposed to be uh i run into a lot of random glitches and shutdowns and i'm not gonna say that i represent everyone and you might have the lollipop device right now and be like i've had no problems at all and and that's fine just my own personal experience i just feel like there was a lot of bugs there's been battery bugs battery draining bugs there's been wi-fi bugs there's been all sorts of and it just feels like we should have had these figured out before now um Eventually, when it gets all solved in and Android point five point whatever five point one whatever is there, I'll probably be very happy with Lollipop. I like Material Design. Um, it's a big change. It's bright. It's colorful. I'm cool with it. Uh, I, you know, and there's a lot of good changes with Lollipop. But at the same time, if you are still on KitKat, don't necessarily be in a rush to get Lollipop. Eventually, it's going to be awesome. But don't be like, oh, I wish I had Lollipop because. You may not necessarily be thrilled with what you get. I mean, there's still a lot that's not there. I think Lollipop has a lot of potential, but it's not polished to where I want it to be. Um, And yeah, I know those people are probably mad at me now for saying it, but um, (laughs) personally, I just feel like Lollipop has a lot of potential. But it hasn't all reached it. And what do you guys think? I mean, do you feel like Lollipop is everything it's cracked up to be right now? I I, I have full confidence. Before I hand it over, I have full confidence Google will get it there. I, I, I absolutely have confidence that Google will get it there. Um, I don't think Lollipop will be a disaster. It's not going to be the Windows 8 of, uh, <laughs> of the Android hey, world. Hey, Windows I it was like Android eight. I like It was fairly stable, But Everyone hates Android eight. I mean, Windows eight, Android eight, Android eight. I'm in huh? the future now. <laughs> no, everyone, <laughs> everyone hates Windows eight, um, except for a small subsection of people. Yeah, I had no problem with it either, Joe. But I don't think Lollipop will remember it as a bad version. is what I'm saying. But right now, it's not quite there, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Is Lollipop what you think it should be right now?
1: Um, I think. The lo- no, first of all, you're absolutely right. Lollipop is buggy as all hell. Like, I have three devices with Lollipop, and the one that's rooted, the one with the broken warranty running a a, a ROM from a phone that was released a year later is the most stable device in my, in my possession right now. Like, you know, my uh, NVIDIA Shield tablet's a great device, but it has audio bugs that keep, you know, like, you'll be listening to something, you'll be like, oh, hello there, on, and then keep going. <laughs> Uh, my Nexus five, uh, sometimes connects to my Wi-Fi and sometimes it doesn't. It's really up to it. Uh, sometimes I sweet talk it a little bit like, oh, come on, baby, please. Just for a little bit. I really need to download this app to test it. I'll buy you some flowers and stuff. I'd never buy it flowers, which is probably why it's mad at me. But, um, (laughs) all of our listeners have a very colorful idea of what Joe does with his phones. (laughs) You you, you don't want to know. It gets crazy. I, I, I I woo them. I woo them to try to get them to work and they don't work sometimes and it's you know it, it uh, like uh Grushy I have considered going back to KitKat on a number of occasions but wow. given the nature of my work um I pretty much got to stay with the with the latest cuz that's what people want to see but no um it it, it speaks to it oh, thanks a lot Grushy yeah thanks for that uh, that chat there totally derailed me <laughs> <laughs> garlic bread and phones my two favorite things anyways um <laughs> It, we were talking about it earlier—the the always in beta thing that pretty much everybody who's a Google fan goes through. You know, everything is always in beta all the time. You know, and uh, we see that effect on more than just Android. You know, you have a Chrome browser that eats up a bunch of RAM. You know, you have Google Play Music, which doesn't stream sometimes. And now it's getting to the point where they're so rapid fire with these releases every single year with Android i think it's just starting to catch up to them a little bit you know they're it's getting harder and harder for them to rebase and redo all of this stuff and and come out with an operating system that has no bugs because you know you look at windows 10 when did windows 8 come out like two three years ago something like that yeah yeah and windows 10 hasn't even come out tonight that's four years four years that windows has to work out the bugs and get the and get this stuff in order before it gets released and you know google is due out for another version of android in freaking nine months Like, are you kidding me? Like it's, it's starting to get to a point where I think, you know, Google and people in general just need to calm the hell down a little bit. (laughs) And you like, you know, the way I look at software is, you know, does it work? Great. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Why are you in a rush to change that? And, uh, it's, it's just, it feels like, you know, it's getting to a point where I don't even want to update anymore. I feel like I'm being forced to update because otherwise I'm going to get left in the dust and, uh, that's that's my little micro rant on uh, on Android and, and just upgrading too quickly. I think that's the real problem. It's just they had 365 days to do it and they needed
0: more time. Okay, um, I have a, uh, the reason why I love that you guys are going at length about this is because I'm, I'm going I'm to bring it around in a second. But I want to hear from Feisty uh, thoughts on Lollipop and do you have any problems with it? The way that it seems Joe and Greshy have you know just some caveat uh, not caveats but some reservations about it. I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: oh, hey, hell no, no, no! Lollipop's awesome. <laughs>
3: well, Eventually, I, you know, lollipop. I, I have found a few minor things, but uh, you know, in the UI, in the front end, I I would specifically call out this priority mode on the audio settings. It's an awesome option, but why is it the default? It should be a back end thing that you can enable and then just allow allow us to hit the power or the volume rocker and turn the phone down and off. Uh, But anyways, that's being fixed in 5.1, by the way, just just throwing that out there. Excellent. Too little, well, too late. <laughs> you can always wait for Thursday. My Android customization series, and I cover these things and how to get by it. Uh, no uh, plugs. Sorry. Honestly, though, uh, the biggest thing for me, I think, is art. The Android runtime. Um, the the thing that has been bothering me with the the phone, specifically the Moto G. Uh, I got a Nexus Nine here. It's been great. Uh, the Moto G, I'm finding that it's RAM utilization is a blessing and a curse all at the same time. Uh, Yes, it's loading apps faster. However, I'm glad you guys brought up Windows. It's doing the old Microsoft thing where it's just slowly bleeding and sucking up more and more RAM once every week and a half or so. I have to restart the device. I hate having to restart my devices.
2: Oh, boo-hoo. That few seconds just ends your world, huh? (laughs) Uh,
3: See, it it goes beyond that. I am a huge Helium backup user, or Carbon, whatever you want, if you you remember it from the old days. Yeah, Carbon. Uh, So when you hook this guy up to your PC, you get everything all set up, you can run your backups and restores. I don't like to have to hook it up all the time. Uh, Again, that 30 seconds, right? Uh, But every time I restart the device, I have to reconfigure these things and, and redo all this stuff, and... I don't. I didn't have to before. Is my point. I did not have to on KitKat. Uh, I do feisty. have to now. Uh, for some clarification, do you mean like reboot the device,
1: or do you mean like total like wipe the device, re uh, factory oh, reset? just
3: just reboot. Power toggle. Oh, okay. Which again, it's a minor thing, but uh, and, and that is my largest complaint with with Lollipop. So I, I guess in the long run, we're doing pretty good. It, it's okay if that's the complaint.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, well, personally speaking,
0: I should give my answer on this actually too, is um, I really enjoy Lollipop. I think the the aesthetic uh, upgrade was something that was very truly needed. Uh, as much as I love Hollow, material design is uh, far and beyond a better way of presenting Android. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, And I'm also one of those people, I've said this a couple times before, and I haven't gotten much reaction to it yet, but I'm also one of those people who, the best way for me to describe it is, I'm a very tolerant technology user. If there are some minor issues, I'll say minor because that's my scope, if there's some issues with the way that I'm using my version of Android, I will find a way around it and and use up that like two hours to figure out, you know, is there a way for me to optimize it better or is there something I can do to alleviate it, blah, blah, blah. So really, when I run into any like little things, I call Joe a, uh, what did? I call you that other time a stutter Nazi. I think is what it was. Um, that I, that that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me. Where um, if I see a little bit of a hiccup here and there, the only real problem that I've had on my Moto X, at least with uh, with with Lollipop, is that ca- the calendar app, which I don't use, keeps force closing on me. <laughs> and YouTube even force closes
2: on me all the time. By the way, that's while
0: probably- while you're using it. Yes. Oh wow. Uh huh. Google Plus uh, reboots my phone for me.
2: Yeah, that happened, See, to, that happened to me problems. too. That happened to me too on Lollipop.
0: See, I by far do not get these types of problems on the phones that I use. And that the, the, the worst thing that's happened to me on Lollipop is that the calendar just every now and then, no matter what I'm doing, because I almost never touch the calendar app, it will just pop up a little window that says, sorry, calendar has stopped or whatever it says on there. That's really all I get. Um, and I can't really begin to even tell you why that is the case with me, but I actually have had a very great time well, with Lollipop. That's
2: kind of why I mentioned that. I'm not representing everyone because there's a lot of people who've probably have no of these, none of these issues that Joe and myself have ran into. And that's great. And honestly, if I reloaded lollipop, who knows, maybe I would, maybe we better next time around, you know, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes just stuff happens while you're installing and just, you know, that, that has happened to me before where I've reloaded and it's been just fine. And I've thought about doing that to see, you know, and so, you know, I know with Windows and whatnot, in any operating system, sometimes just stuff goes wrong. And sometimes yeah. just, you know, starting it all over again is enough. You know, reloading everything from scratch is enough. And, you know, maybe I should consider that before I get too angry. But, like, I've had a, a volume issue where now my Nexus 5 isn't as high. And who knows? Maybe my speaker is going out. But it happened. It coincided with the update to 5.0.2. So I'm guessing it's a software issue. And I just haven't got around to reloading to see. And so yeah. that was probably the the main reason why I'm annoyed about Lollipop is that I actually still use the phone, unlike most people, to call people, um, like my <laughs> like mom like my mom and people like that, you know, family members. And so, Aww. yes, I call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> she lives three hours away. I have to call her every once in a while, see so yeah, how she's doing. Um, anyway, and so when I'm making a call, I can barely hear her. So now I have to use a Bluetooth, you know, a Bluetooth headset and look like a D-bag all the time running around with the Bluetooth. And so, which I hate Bluetooth. And so I guess that's the reason why I'm annoyed by it. It's just little stuff like that. And like I said, I, I have nothing against Lollipop's design. I have nothing against all the new APIs. I think Lollipop is the biggest change the Android's seen since Ice Cream Sandwich. Absolutely. But, you know, then again, when uh, Ice Cream Sandwich showed up, there was a lot of issues too, wasn't there? You know, so maybe that's just growing pain.
0: Yeah, probably growing pains and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you, though, Greshi. If I had that problem where I had to use a Bluetooth headset all the time, which I actually do use um, – I don't use, like, the one earpiece ones, but I use, like, full-on headphones that have mm-hmm. a microphone on them. If I had to use that just to talk to somebody, I'd probably be pissed off, too. So I don't blame you at all for that.
2: Yeah, and like I said, may- maybe my phone –
0: but I guess that would be a whole other issue if my Nexus 5,
2: which is only – it's not even – I didn't get it right when it came out, so I, it's only about a year old. And so maybe my Nexus 5, you know, speakers going out, but – If that's the issue, then I'm even more annoyed.
0: Yeah, perhaps so. Okay, well, here's where I wanted to bring it full circle then. There are problems with Lollipop, and not the least of which is the fact that it's not necessarily available for even lower-end phones right now if we're talking about Android 1. But Mm -hmm. bringing it back to the whole Android 1 thing, if these are problems we're having with Lollipop on higher-end phones, is it justified for Android 1 to use it as a main marketing strategy? that's a
1: really yeah that's a really good question um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) if it's not as if
0: it's not a sustainable or even stable let's say stable operating system and and it's supposed to be their platform to create a democratization of smartphones is that really something they should be doing if these are the problems we're having in the high-end market yeah
1: um well, well, like Gretchie said, you know, Lollipop has a lot of potential, and they're they are gonna fix all of these stupid little problems eventually. Um, I got a feeling that it's gonna be like Jelly Bean, where it's gonna be, you know, already five point one is already Lollipop, so we're probably gonna have a five point two Lollipop. What did I did I drop out there for a sec?
0: No, no, I, I thought I heard a noise over from Gretchie also, but it's okay. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I... but uh, yeah, no. Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead, bud. I said, I'm sorry, maybe I dropped out. I just all of a sudden,
1: it went quiet. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're fine, guys. Uh, but yeah, go for uh, it. Uh, technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> I, I totally lost my train of thought, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, potential, sorry,
0: potential with Android One and potential with a Lollipop, that is. Uh, oh, it'll be yeah, more yeah, like yeah.
1: Uh, Google is gonna fix these problems, and when they do fix these problems, it's gonna be fine, you know, it, it'll work better. Oh, yeah. uh, I actually noticed, uh, I have a Nexus 7 2012, or I did, I actually gave it to my roommates girlfriend's kid uh because i yeah that's right that that that's the new demographic for tablets that barely work kids uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man that sounded bad i'm sorry anyways um but i had android 5.0.0 on it and it was garbage like the nexus 7 2012 was totally unusable period like i couldn't even open and read a comic book like flipping the pages took two seconds and it was just like I wanted to destroy the thing. And then I put 5.0.2 on there and a lot of those problems were alleviated. Not all of them, but enough of them to where I felt comfortable giving the tablet to a kid and I know that the kid would probably still be able to enjoy it, even if I couldn't. Um, It's just, you know, like Reshi said, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to take some time and they got to get all this fixed. I just kind of wish, you know, like, just one year I'd like for Google to go, you know what, guys, we're not doing an Android release this year. We're gonna do something really big next year. We wanna work on it, make sure it's perfect. No, um, we need the changes now, Joe. Quiet. I, I know. Need the changes now. Hashtag Nexus Warriors. Google just,
0: Google it, can't necessarily be Hideo Kojima. So <laughs> I want six always,
1: I don't know. I want six Where is it? <laughs> it's just it's getting to a point where you hear these things over and over again and it's just like ugh, it, maybe it's just time to to stop. With with the uh with the Nexus style yearly updates thing,
0: like I just don't think it's working anymore. No, No, you're bad. I I I do think I I'm honestly those these are going to be my favorite moments on the podcast is when um you know one of the golden rules of podcasting is there should never be any dead air. But I actually would uh, I actually love it. I I would love it every time I bring up a question. Uh, and you guys are like, oh, I gotta think about that for a second <laughs> because I think that's those are the questions that we we hope to be able to 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 answer. You know that we get answers to because it, that's the whole premise behind Android One is the fact that you'll get the latest uh, the latest operating system. Um, but we've heard from three people here, or actually two, Grushy and Joe, that. You're thinking of going back to KitKat?
1: <laughs> oh no, he is. No, I'm
0: sticking no, with I'm it all the way. No, I'm sticking with it. I just, I've had those moments.
2: Uh, I'm gonna yeah. probably reload Lollipop on my Nexus Five and see how it goes. And if it's still okay, but I think we'll get there. Uh, I think 5.1 will be a solution, uh, hopefully. Uh, but that brings me, you know, you're talking about, you know, Android One and whether or not uh, Lollipop should be on there. I think that's why it's not. Um, you know, I have to give Google <laughs> credit there. I think that. Uh, they realized that it was going to be a subpar experience out of the box. And so they waited. And uh, I think that's why it's launching in Indonesia with 5.1. And that's why Android One is going to be the first to see 5.1. It's because I think that's they address the issues. And I think that Android One will hopefully start becoming a bigger deal after this. I think that, you know... And so I, I have faith in Google. I do. I mean, we probably sound like the most anti-Google Android podcast ever, but no, I have absolute faith that Google will get it right, and uh, I think that they had the hindsight to realize, you know, if we throw Lollipop on here and it's it's laggy and it's buggy on a low-end phone, people are going to hate Android One, so we're better off to take a little flack for waiting. You know? That's
0: so funny. If if it works on our our crappiest phones, then it's got to work on the on the better phones. Yeah. Well, that's
2: what I'm thinking is if they if they optimized it for Android One, if they if Android 5.1 is is optimized for Android One, uh, then theoretically it should work fine for everything else because it's if it can work well on low end, it should work well on everything else with a little bit of work.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless it has a Tegra three in it, because then it won't work at all. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. How about you, Feisty? Uh, do you think that, um, you know, owing to all the things we said about Lollipop, is it, is it is it justified that Android One is using it as one of its main marketing strategies? Uh,
3: before I answer that, I, I have to thank Joe for bringing up the Nexus 7. I'm sticking with mine, man. I, I'm going to try and get this to work. Uh, now, I, I will say that the Lollipop update on this old 2012 Nexus 7 uh, uh, yes, changing apps is a terrible experience. But once I'm inside an app, especially a heavier game, uh, the it, it is running much better. Uh, so your uh, was it your roommate's sister or girlfriend's niece? No, <laughs> a good time that or, with the uh, or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, going to the question. Sorry. Um. There is always that expectation when you upgrade an OS uh, that it's going to be an improvement. To to the system to your device, um, so certainly waiting and holding off for this you know proper five point one I say proper we'll see what happens uh, was a great move that, that's absolutely what they needed to do. Uh, so at Android one I'm with the other guys absolutely I have high hopes for the program I, I think it has a future assuming they can looping back to the beginning get their marketing and distribution figured out. Okay. Uh, yeah I, I I have hopes for it I'm kind of on the
0: fence after having been one of those people that was like, oh, my God, my relatives in the Philippines are going to benefit from this so much. And then, you know, we get this kind of news from it. Uh, That's why I guess that's why I was a little bit impassioned during our discussion is because, you know, I I really want to see stuff like this succeed. I want to see I want to see developing countries develop, you know. And, um, you know, if Google was going to be at the forefront of providing smartphones to the masses who otherwise wouldn't be able to, to afford the experiences that we are blessed to have here in the West, uh, then I, you know, I'm all for it. So I have high hopes as well, but I wanted to explore all the issues as to why. And if Lollipop was one of them, we were going to put it to task. And I'm glad that we were able to do that. So with that, I think that we've uh, thoroughly been able to go through this particular topic for this week's Friday debate. Stay tuned to Android Authority for all of the best coverage and for the podcast, the Friday debate podcast, of course. And <laughs> in the background, we're having a little bit of a chat war. <laughs> um, the. Uh, uh, the Friday Debate Podcast, of course, is available every Friday on all of the podcast networks, and we are discussing Android topics every week. You can follow all of us on social media, all four of us. Uh, the best place to find everybody is on Google+, using Plus and, of course, our full names. But you can also find us on various other uh, sites as well, like Twitter. And if you want to find out what those sites are and get the links to all of our social media sites, you can go to the post at androidauthority.com, on which we will have the Friday Debate podcast ready for you to listen some flavor in your ear uh, make sure you stay tuned uh, next week also uh, where we're probably going to have maybe one or two different uh guests on there from the android authority team so you can look forward to that but i want to give another thanks to our uh, hosts for this week our usual group thank you again for being on uh, as always keep it tuned to android authority for all the best get over to our youtube channel and drop us some likes on those videos and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already also rate us on itunes Stitcher, all the different podcast networks, because it also ups our visibility on their particular websites. Uh, All in all, I think that should do it for this week's podcast. So we're going to try this every single week. I want you guys to join me on this one. Uh, Android Authority Friday Debate Podcast discussing topics in Android every week. We are, of course, your source for all things Android. 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 (laughs) Are she doing that on purpose, Joe? No, I'm
1: just bad at timing. (laughs) He's just delayed.
0: All right, see you guys next week, everybody.